welcome to New Sincerity, the podcast with honest talk on honest topics. I'm Maddie. I'm Carden. I'm Kelby. So, um, well, first of all, I'm sorry I sound like this. I'm a little sick, so if I sound a little rough, that is why. <laughs> um, but just wanted to start off by saying that we're doing a, a slightly more serious episode this week. We're going to be talking about body image. And so we just wanted to put in a bit of a trigger warning for anyone that's going to have trouble listening to something about body image, maybe some disordered eating content or like like kind of concerns around food. Um we totally understand if this is not the episode you want to listen to, we get that, but we just wanted to be able to have this honest conversation today. So yeah. 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 I think, um, I think this is kind of a topic that is quite relevant. I would say, at least for me right now, like I feel like once I kind of, uh, turned 20 kind of grew up a little bit, like this is the first time in my life where I've really noticed a huge change. in like, I would say like my metabolism and how my body works and how I've had to like fuel my body differently to kind of like feel healthy and feel feel good so that's something that I'm still really struggling to kind of figure out right now and I think this is kind of a a topic that comes at a really relevant time for that no for sure I completely agree I mean moving out of the house and having to cook on your own and stuff um you know that really highlights like what you're putting into your body how it makes you feel you know and like right now that it's I mean, it's kind of the Easter holiday time, and we also talked last week, it's exam time for us, and so it's a really busy time of year, and also a time of year where there's a lot of, like, junk food around, Mm -hmm. and kind of eating out that's going on because it's convenient, and because it's being offered, Um, and that's not a bad thing, but it just means when you already maybe have some troubles uh, with food, it can be a stressful time. Mm -hmm. Um, I've, I've actually had some really interesting conversations recently actually one with Kelby but uh with some other friends as well about body image and like eating in a way that makes you happy Mm. um and I mean again this is not the sort of thing that only happens to women but it's just every time I talk about it it's shocking how gendered it is the way that what you look like is so tightly like tied to how you feel about yourself especially I think at this I mean, day and age of social media, that sounds really cheesy to say, but I think it's really true. Like, I think, like, now in society, we spend, I would say, more time than ever in history, like, oh. constantly consuming content yeah. from yeah. other people um, and comparing yourself to that content. And even the fact that, like, editing apps have yeah. ways that you can edit your body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that just, it really emphasizes yeah. how much importance we put on what we look like I think that's kind of an issue too that like I don't know if you guys have ever had that like I've definitely had that before I'm scrolling through social media or like like Facebook Instagram or whatever and I'm like I I will be comparing myself to other people in the photos they're posting especially like I don't know if you're going through your social media and you're like oh there's Kendall Jenner da na na like uh, you know like What's her name? Haley Bieber. All <laughs> <laughs> like, those people. I like. I follow what these. What the like, heck? Yeah. Can we just what? say no? Yeah. <laughs> but like something that you'll be going through, and you'll be like, dang, like I do not look like that, and I am the same age as you. And I think there's just a lot to take into consideration there. Like I constantly have to remind myself to take a step back and think, like, okay, like this is like a professional supermodel woman who, like, yeah, got a rock and bod, but like I know for a fact I will never look like that. I will never be five nine. I will never be <laughs> stick thin. Like that's just not gonna happen for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Well I also think and like this was like kind of something I'm coming to realize more and more and I've heard some other people say the same, which is 
coming to realize that some of the times where I've looked the closest to some of those people, like when I'm the thinnest, I am the least healthy version of myself, like both mentally and physically. Um, this is something I remember my dad saying to me when I was 18 and definitely struggling with a lot of disordered eating, but hadn't even really figured out for myself yet what was going on. And my God, my parents are wise, but my dad is just <laughs> like, you know, like, like having a six pack isn't the sort of thing that like happens for everyone just because they work out a lot like it it's more food than it is working out and yeah. it's normally not healthy um and he was basically like like trying to point out to me being thin and being fit aren't the same things because I was definitely in a point where like I was muscular as shit but I was also way underweight yeah. and it's because when you look at all these people online it's not enough to feel like you're really strong if you also feel like you aren't like whatever like ripped yeah but you look ripped when you don't eat enough to fuel your body yeah, yeah for sure for me growing up uh, I was like really really like thin like that was just how I was you know um, like I definitely got like my my like body genetics from my mom and my mom's like just naturally really thin and so for me um, a lot of people tease me about like being so thin and like I would be called like anorexic and stuff and it was you know I think a lot of people kind of um experience maybe the opposite and like wanting to be that thin but like for me it was like like I just want to gain weight you know like that kind of thing and you know I think that's also like really important to point out that it's not just like one side of the scale but like you know for me I definitely experienced kind of like I guess like prejudice on being like too thin and like I couldn't do anything about it like that was just like how my body was you know kind of thing yeah, yeah. people have like resting weights and like like an equilibrium that they go yeah. to and it's different for everyone like, yeah I remember I I had the same issue when I was young it was funny like in junior high and even high school and stuff like I I was always on the smaller side both height wise and like I was just a small person but I was so insecure about that. It was never something that I was like, oh, this is, you know, great. I'm so thin. It was like, no, like, I, I constantly compared myself. I remember I would always crack the joke. I'd be like, I'm like a stick bug. Like I have these like long limbs yeah. and stuff, but it was like, I was just so insecure about it because I did not have that like ideal body mm -hmm. of people, which for a lot of people, it's like, you know, like you have kind of like a nice butt, like a nice figure, nice curves and stuff. And I just never had that. I was like yeah. straight down, straight across. <laughs> and, but that made me so insecure about myself because yeah. I, I felt like I just did not have that like desirable curvy body that I mean when I got older like once I kind of hit 18 19 I started to kind of grow into like my like more like like I, my figure just kind of like figured itself out a bit more honestly I feel like I hit puberty really late in life I was maybe 18 or something that's when I started to kind of like get more hips and stuff and like it was like boom immediately when that started happening I started to get insecure about my weight mm -hmm. yeah was, well yeah. and this is like this is the really disturbing part as far as like the gendering of it is I feel like the hard thing is no matter what you have you feel like it's wrong yeah so like I'm saying there are points in my life where I have definitely not weighed enough and for unhealthy reasons and in those moments all I can think is like man like why don't I have any hips like like I don't have an ass like this isn't the way that I'm supposed to look mm -hmm. then you put on some weight and you think oh my god like why like I used to be thin what happened to me first of all this is all super unhealthy, right? Yeah. Like, this is all unhealthy mindset, but it's also something that's really ingrained, especially into women, especially given our media consumption, just saying, no matter what you are, 
it's it's not, it's not right. right. Like yeah. you could do it differently so as to look like this. And yeah. yeah. And I think that the thing I mean, this is like a, a tale throughout time. This is something that's always been happening to women specifically, when it's like you are comparing yourself to these really unrealistic depictions of women, like even like now, so when we're talking about social media and stuff and like an, an apps to edit your body, I mean like there's lots of girls that use that and it makes them feel better about themselves. Which is and the image which is super chill. Yeah. But I just know that like I personally have probably compared myself to so many images of girls that are not real. Yeah. Like, and, like and like even like you don't actually look like that. Like there's you've used an app to like thin out your waist or things like that. And it's like in the age of like when you're constantly consuming images of people like I even just think of like you know like Alexis Ren and stuff like that like beautiful woman but like most girls are not built that way yeah. like not even to say like like 90% of girls are not built that way yeah and that is like the ideal image yeah for me like I've started following less like yeah. accounts like Alexis Ren because like when I see that I'm like holy shit like why can't I be like that and like a lot of it is like bony structure and stuff you know like mm-hmm. some people just like it like just some people are built that way yeah, yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that too like I feel bad even saying that because I definitely no, have seen like her make like videos and, and shout outs and stuff and talking about uh dealing with disordered eating and yeah. really really suffering with self-image and it just is like goes to show that like a lot of people feel that way regardless well, of their build and that's yeah. the thing is like not only is it important to like look at yourself but it's also important to keep in mind that you don't know why someone else is thin um i've definitely had comments at different points in my life made to me about like oh you're so lucky you're thin and i'm just there like well it's because i don't eat enough food but obviously that's not what you say to people right like um i think that it's important to keep in mind that anyone you see on social media you don't know why they look the way they do. Like maybe, first of all, maybe they're just really lucky. Maybe they put a lot of time into their bodies. Maybe they have disordered eating. Like it's really hard to tell what's mm-hmm. going on with anyone's body when it's not yours. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, like I said, like I started falling kind of less because for me personally, that doesn't make me feel good seeing that. Yeah. And cause like I do compare myself quite a bit yeah. and I've started following more like body positivity accounts, yeah. which I think is really important. Cause like, even when I am just like scrolling through, it's like a little bit of reinforcement that what you look like is okay. And like every body type, as long as you feel healthy and you know, you feel like you're doing your best and like that kind of thing is okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny you say that too. Cause I recently did the same thing where I went back and like unfollowed probably 200 count accounts on social media of like people that I had just followed throughout the last like two years or so yeah. that were usually like, you know, Instagram models or just famous people that I didn't know, mm-hmm. but I would follow them because I'd be like, wow, that's like an ideal like body or an ideal aesthetic or whatever it is. I was probably comparing myself to these people in some way. And I went through and I was like, wow, like I'm following so many people. And it throws me back to like two years ago, I would say I was in like the best shape of my life. Like like fitness wise, I was yeah. super good about going to the gym. I was eating really healthy, um, which surprisingly that was first year of university, which it was a lot easier to eat super healthy. Cause like we had like the cat food and yeah. like, you could like, sorry, really it sounded like you said cat food. So <laughs> we I, had the cat I food. would like to clarify cafeteria food yes. <laughs> was not cat food. <laughs> I was living exclusively on cat food. Great diet. No. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I do remember like going back the way that I would motivate myself. Like I was so insecure at that point in my life. The way I would motivate myself to go to the gym would be like, Hey, if you don't go, like you are not going to like maintain like X, Y, and Z, you're never going to look like this person or like 
this person will never be interested in you. Like, things like that. Like, I would literally use that as motivation to go to the gym. It was never like, oh, you're going to feel so good after you do this. Like, I would, like, force myself to do that. And honestly, like, I have started working out a lot less. A lot less. (laughs) (laughs) And and I I feel so much better about my body nowadays. Because I'm not trying to, like, force myself to look like... Like, I was never happy with myself if I didn't look like... This yeah. image that I had well, in my brain. This is the thing. I think it becomes really easily obsessive. Like, it yeah. becomes really easy to give yourself milestones and say, well, if I could do this, then I could do this. And then yeah. kind of like a slippery slope effect yeah. where you end up somewhere where you didn't need to be. I'm the same way. I've like I've really found kind of like a healthy uh, weight for myself and like a healthy lifestyle for myself that I'm really happy with. But finding that meant, first of all, like going a little from like gym culture to much more of like like activities, like mm-hmm. going for walks, going for runs outside, like yeah. doing sports and like, like instead of just like going to the gym. Yeah. Um, but also things like not paying attention to calories at all. Mm-hmm. I do not look at calories mm-hmm. anymore. It's just, I feel like numbers for most people are really bad. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. And like basing your happiness on it as well like oh if I could look like that I would be so much happier like I know I still do this a little bit and it's like like no (laughs) you know I'm just I'm much happier now yeah yeah. and like I think like in grade 12 I literally had pictures I printed out pictures of Alexis Wren and put them in my gym at like we had like a gym in my house yeah and I would work out and look like that and be like, okay, if you don't do like three more sit-ups, then like you're not going to look like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And like now I definitely, like Kelby, I work out a lot less, but I'm so much more comfortable and more secure with my body than I was back then, even if I did look more like, you know, that like... Whatever that ideal was. Well, the other thing is I really like food like this is the thing I spent a lot of like years like number 18 and 19 for myself (laughs) like being very restrictive about like how much of things I ate but also what I ate you know what I love candy I love pastries Mm -hmm. I love like even just like like carb heavy food I am like I'm food motivated I've always said that about myself but like it used to be more of a joke but it's true like good food brings me joy and I think as long as you have like some eye on moderation like I am not as thin as I was when I was 18 but I'm still first of all like very fit and like happy with myself but also it makes me happy to eat cinnamon buns like it makes me happy to drink really sugary coffee like these are things that spark more joy than being really thinned. Yeah. yeah, I know for sure. That's I, so true. Yeah. I completely agree. With yeah. yeah. That's a big thing for me too is like the coffee thing. So like oh I So like I went for a really long time being like, okay, like this is it. I am exclusively drinking black coffee. Like I can't I can't put all this cream in my coffee, all this sugar in my coffee, which I'm not going to lie. Like it, it did grow on me. I yeah. definitely like now like I will definitely enjoy a cup of black coffee. But if I have the option for yeah. cream and sugar, it'll be like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a warm hug versus like a, <laughs> yeah. a, like a very stale, cold... A, a good pat on the arm. Yeah, <laughs> like a nice little get up, you know? Like, it's just it's like a lot more like warming and welcoming. Yeah. And, but I would seriously think about that. I'd be like, okay, how many like calories is it going to add if I put cream in my coffee right now? Yeah. And it just, it was not working out for me very well. And I think being a young, like, young adult or like teenager is one of the hardest times for that just because your body changes so much oh God, yeah. when you're like, I mean, you know, 
I'm not gonna do a full sex puberty talk yeah. here. <laughs> Sorry, but your body changes a lot when you're like kind of like whatever, twelve to twenty, mm-hmm. and having that rapid change is also really hard in like figuring out a lifestyle for yourself yeah. and like what like even what your body naturally sits at, like yeah. how like food impacts you, how exercise impacts you, and something that I found really interesting thinking about recently as far as like getting more open about talking about disordered eating and like gendered body image is the ways in which we're made to feel like women are made to feel as if it's vain to Mm. talk about Mm. body image so I'm like as someone who's really academically focused as we talked about on the last episode it seems almost like embarrassing to care as much as I do about the way I look. Cause it's like, well, you know, my priority is school. So like, it's so vain for me to want to look this way and care so much about what other people think about my body. But it's, that's just another way that society I has know. kind of conditioned us to be like, you're not good enough, but also don't talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, you definitely see that in the media. Like, who's the smart girl? It's like, you know, they portray the smart girls as like a specific like body and specific oh. image and specific look. And then the hot like dumb girls look a specific way and it's just so it's just a binary can we talk for a minute about like the media we consumed growing up and how that affected our body Mm. image as children because can i just say when i was like young i was so like i would watch tv and i was always be like oh so i will never be the pretty girl because the pretty girl is always portrayed as being you know the blonde with long Mm. hair like you know what i and like that's that is a certain body type that is beautiful but i will never look like that that will never be me and as a kid I just felt like that was like you would watch movies like I don't know like teen high school kids crazy fun times and it would always be like these very specific images of women like it, it would just seriously affect how I thought about myself yeah I don't yeah. know if you guys have that well so I I'm really lucky my parents are super cool and kind of had their eye on this all through my childhood so like we didn't have Barbies or anything because my parents thought they were really unrealistic we like we weren't really encouraged to watch things that were super gendered like I never really got into the princess movies or stuff like that um there was there was a lot of Lord of the Rings there's a lot of Harry Potter (laughs) there's a lot of Star Wars we were just talking about this earlier um but that doesn't mean like I've still watched Kim Possible Kim Possible like could fit a bracelet around her waist yeah and it was hard because she like someone like Kim, good old Kim, uh, is supposed to be an example of someone who's like a badass, doesn't play by the rules, is like like a boss female, which is awesome. Like, but she's still a cheerleader who's super super thin, yeah. like really pretty, popular. Like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> for me, yeah, it was also a little different I, I would just like watch like Curious George and shit and, you know, it was like the animal like what what were those little bobblehead animals oh my god called? my littlest pet shop my littlest pet oh, shop yeah, yeah, yeah that's all I played with so for me it was like I guess like I never really thought about you're like where's my tail yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I'm a monkey <laughs> well yeah like seriously though and like I would be called like a monkey and stuff and like like I was it was it wasn't until grade seven that I was like, oh, I should care about what I look like and stuff because I remember this one girl in my like grade seven class, she was like super popular and like super like hot, long blonde hair and stuff. And I was in like my Roxy t shirt, not wearing a bra hair, like in a ponytail yeah. and I was like 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something's changing here. Yeah. Yeah. Something is afoot. I know. That definitely happened to me. Like, I feel like there was this, like, you know, elementary school. Everyone's just kind of doing their thing. Yeah. No one really gives a shit. That definitely happened, I feel like, once you hit junior high. Like, yeah. like I will say, once again, I truly didn't really hit puberty until, like, grade 11 or 12. Like, if that. And I was such an awkward human being for oh so long. But it was like all of a sudden, like we entered junior high and it was like girls' bodies and guys' bodies were changing at such rapid rates for di- like there would be girls that would literally look like they were like ready to be in high school. Yeah. And then there was me who looked like I was like stuck in the fourth grade. Literally, which yeah. made me so insecure because I was never like, I, you know, when you're like, like in grade seven and eight, it's like you want to be desired, you want to be cool. Yeah. Like that's, but then I just never. I was never that person, and well, it made me very insecure in junior high. And, I mean, there's, I think, a taboo about speaking about certain elements of women's bodies changing. I think that... Totally, like, yeah. That was why I you, caught myself there. I was like, women's bodies and men's bodies. And men's bodies. <laughs> or anyone's bodies. Yeah, like, you exactly. know what? Like, yeah, we're... Maybe we should just go ahead and, and make an explicit comment, but we talk a lot about, like, men and women, but we are not talking specifically about, like women don't have to have breasts and like yeah. Yeah. like men don't have to have penises like yeah. we are not talking in that binary yeah, yeah. like kind of sorry i'm gonna detour back <laughs> but what i was talking about as far as like like tabooing certain elements of like like more like gendered female mm-hmm. um like puberty and stuff are things like you you talk about like like getting a period and stuff mm-hmm. like that but you wouldn't talk about like getting like leg hair and like mm-hmm. sweating and getting really bad acne like oh, these are yeah. the sorts of things where it's like no 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 you'll get a period and don't worry everyone's uncomfortable enough about that but like yeah. definitely <laughs> don't talk wait. about the yeah. other yeah. stuff like there's oh, all this stuff so where, like true. you know what like i'm a pretty sweaty person i sweat oh, the shit out of like seventh grade like oh, yeah. i like you know also like learning how to shave your legs or like deciding if you want to shave your legs and like like there's all sorts of stuff my skin through high school was fucked like all this stuff where like suddenly because this is the way that we're taught to think about ourselves like Mm -hmm. I really did not value myself because I didn't feel like I looked in a way that like I deserved to value myself I've always worked really hard in school I've always had interesting things to say I've always tried to be really kind and what's really hard to think about is the fact that especially to like high school Maddie it didn't actually really matter that much because I felt like I didn't look very beautiful yeah. Like, that's just, that's a very gendered yeah. thing. Yeah, totally. And that's also just, like, culturally, like, that's just what the culture was in high yeah. school. Was yeah. That was what was valued, like... Kind of funny story. Uh, one summer, I forget what summer it was, but, like, my mom, like, didn't, like, really, like, say anything about shaving your legs or whatever. So I literally spent an entire summer wearing pants. Like, no matter how hot it was, I wore oh. pants because I was, like, scared about my leg oh. hair, which is really upsetting because, like, it's upsetting. I, I literally suffered through that summer because it was so oh, fucking no. hot yeah. and I wouldn't, like, I didn't want anybody to see kind of thing. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that just highlights the, oh, totally. the issue. Like, like, women are genuinely taught, like, you are better, like, passing out from heat than you are Literally. wearing like weather appropriate clothing that makes you feel uncomfortable yeah i mean even things like i think we would happily do a full episode on dress coding okay. but even things like the way that women's bodies are turned into this thing where like don't show off too much so even if it's fucking a million degrees outside yeah. like don't okay. wear a strapless top yeah. don't show any ass like yeah. I'm hot. Yeah. Men are allowed to not wear a fucking shirt yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I am so hot. I'm very sweaty. Yeah. Gray is a color I literally don't even know oh, anymore. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's 
scary black. to me. Yeah, black everything. If you yeah. ever see me, I'm wearing black. It's not because I'm a goth. It's because I probably sweat through my shirt. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so true. Yeah. And it's just funny even, sorry, kind of coming back to the idea of like, um, like, like leg hair and also like being like young and like picking. Like I was, okay, I was that kid that like when all the girls started to kind of like like wear like shorter shorts I was kind of becoming the trend I was wearing like knee length like plaid shorts like those were my shit like I was like I'm just gonna be like running around like you know playing with some bugs I don't know like like, that's just like where I was comfortable but I remember breaching the subject when I was like it was like my 12th birthday and I went up to my mom and I was like mom everyone in my grade shapes their legs and she was like well good for them like you you know what I mean and she was definitely like kind of not into the idea but I remember like eventually I kind of wore her down because it made me so insecure and it's like you should you should be doing whatever it is that's making you most comfortable with your body but for me in that instance I didn't actually give a shit about my leg hair like if if no one was looking at it I wouldn't have cared it was just that like everyone else was doing it so it made me insecure to have leg hair yeah and it was like like stigmatized yeah kind of like at that point it's like oh you're not gonna be the cool like I don't know like and let's be real it's still like that like I mean I feel just because I've become much more confident with myself now if I don't have time to shave my legs and I wear shorts or a dress or something like whatever fuck this I have a million other things that are more important Yeah. yeah but I would never like go to a wedding and not have shaved my legs. Yeah. If I'm going on like a date or something, mm-hmm. I'm going to shave my legs. Like it still is very much ingrained in me, even though I take issue with it, that like this is something if I'm like actually put together, if I'm going to be like my most attractive self, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good yeah. point. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this entire issue is unfortunate. It's funny, like even you'll just think back to like you're talking about how like women's bodies are like you're, you know, wear this thing or else you won't be considered, like, whatever, I don't know, pure, whatever it is we want to say. It even just, like, brings me back to, like, I was watching a video on um, how, like, one of those things, it's like, this is how a woman would get dressed in the 18th century kind of thing, and I was like, god damn. Like, they have, like, 95 layers on. You have, like, this, like, bodice on your body to, like, you can't breathe in because it's, like... It, like, broke people's ribs. Yeah, Yeah, like, shit like that, you're, like, It rearranges your organs. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. I super dig that. Yeah, awesome. It's just like stuff like that where it's like this is just like it's just it's not it's not funny. I'm laughing, but it's like yeah. it's fucked up. It's like, funny in the way that I like laugh at some political things yeah, currently, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. So it's just interesting to kind of like watch that throughout history and to think like, well, we've come so far. Which I mean, from that, I mean, you we have maybe definitely, but there's still a lot of things yeah. that are hugely stigmatized that yeah. I take issue with. And so, so I think like as far as kind of positive things to take from it it's like winning first of all when in doubt don't ever make a negative comment about someone else's body like don't ever do it even if they're not there don't just like the world would be a better place if people just Mm -hmm. didn't say shit about other people's bodies i think like we need to like empower everybody around you, you yeah know, like, and that's also just like whenever i hear someone say something negative about someone else's body it's like that is like the lowest of the low yeah. blows not only does it, does it make not you make, look like a yeah. piece of shit yeah it doesn't mean anything about that other person like when you like make a comment about like oh that girl doesn't have an ass or oh, whatever it's like you literally sound like a piece of shit yeah. yeah but also like saying that kind of thing to yourself you yeah. know yeah. like we really monitor like what people say about other people but like I've definitely, like, said really unkind things about myself. Oh, and, for sure. You know, I think that's just as important as monitoring, like, what other people totally. say about others. And yeah. also just kind of accepting, like, you know, 
the changes of your body as they happen. I was going to mention this earlier, but uh, kind of when I was saying, like I hit that point where my body actually started changing. Like, yes, there was a change in my weight, there was a change in my skin, but I, I just remember specifically, like when I was like 19, noticing like I was starting to get like, I have like stretch marks and stuff, like because yeah. I did a lot of growing in a really short period of time. And I was super insecure about them for a while. Like I was like, oh, like, that's not good. Like I had them on like my boobs and like this, like, yeah. you know, like my butt area, just cause like there was a lot of growing that happened there. And I was super insecure about it. And then I was like, okay, like everyone, this is not, everyone has these. Yeah. This is yeah. not a shameful thing. Like I, I so remember this. I remember this happening in high school, getting stretch marks, like on my like, like hips and like on my butt and being like, oh my God, I, I like them now. Yeah. I like not in some sort of weird shallow way. Yeah. But like, oh, I love my stretch marks. No, I just. I think, I think they're, they're really, cool. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah, have any like tough scars like because like yeah. I haven't done anything that tough. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, this is my one scar. Yeah. And all I have to do is grow. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my boyfriend, Paul, he has um, stretch marks that go like horizontal along his back. Cool. And they are like literally the coolest thing ever. Like I love looking at them. But it looks like a tiger just came and like scratched yeah. his back. And like, I like... Scars are dope. Yeah. And yeah. like how your body you know, like adapts to change yeah. and stuff. I think it's just so cool. And we are so like strong to be able to do that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and so you were saying like positive self-talk. It's kind of a joke. I, I have been saying this to my roommate where we've been trying to encourage each other, like positive self-talk. Um, but as far as like helpful techniques, this is something that a counselor recently suggested to me. And I think it's just fabulous is when you're thinking something really negative, say the negative thing out loud and then take what you're saying and out loud again, reword it in a way that's positive. So for example, like you look in the mirror and you think like, like, oh, I, I don't like the way I'm looking. Like I haven't been working out at all. Why am I being so lazy? And then instead looking and being like, I studied every day this week. I like I got really good grades on these things because I took the time to do it. Like I sacrificed exercise this week, but for something that I care even more about, like I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, like rephrasing that. negatives to turn them into things that you can be proud of. I like that. I really like yeah. that as far as positive self-talk. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm super losing my voice. So maybe <laughs> it's time okay. to wind it up. <laughs> yeah. But but yes, everything that's entirely true is is just you know, be nice to yourself. I feel like that's how we end every episode is we're like, be nice to yourself. Maybe that should be our tagline to sign off. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others. Is that kind of like Ellen's tagline? What's her Is it? Ellen? Oh no. Oh no. Be be kind to... Ellen, we are not stealing from you. Um, All right, let's come up with... Come on guys, we can come up with one that's our own. Um, Do... Do good. Do good. Do good. Do good. Be good. Be good. Do good. Be good. Do good. Be good. I like that. We'll, like that. we'll work on it. Yeah. Okay. For now, it's do good. Be good. Yeah. But we might change. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and also just for like really kind words and messages. Yeah. They've been continuing to come in, and we were just talking about like what joy it brings us to hear yeah. nice things about this podcast. No, it's really it's really nice because a lot of the stuff we talk about is can be kind of vulnerable topics and stuff, yeah. and to hear people interacting with that and having a positive reaction and being like hey that was actually really awesome to hear you guys say that that's just really it makes my heart warm (laughs) it's 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 major joy joy. um so yeah if you have any topic suggestions any feedback any comments we'd love it if you would send us a message at newsincerity@podcast at gmail.com or dm us on instagram and we would really appreciate it if you would follow us on instagram and also like tell a friend about us like we're really trying to branch out right now gain a following and it would be super appreciated if you would like spread the word about us 
leave a review. Yeah, we would be so appreciative. So, yeah, well. Do good, be good. Do good, be good. good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.